This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. Welcome in. Mother Nature finally cooperating. Yes, let's hear it for the heat. No complaining about the heat. We've been begging, begging for the sun to come out. It was a little toasty yesterday, not going to lie, but uh, we should be soaking it up. Get actually, some sunscreen, uh, protect the skin. I actually threw the air conditioning on yesterday. Yeah, air conditioning's been on. It's like, what uh, the heck? It'll, be, it'll cool down a little quickly, so we're going to go through this uh, phase of spring to summer where it'll be cool. We might see uh, a passing shower here and there, but I think we are done with the... Uh, waking up and it's still 39 degrees. Am I scraping frost off my windshield in April? What the hell is going on? Now, I like a cool morning. And what I did like about this week was the idea that I could uh, throw the windows open at home uh, in the morning. Exactly. Let it sit. And then right yes. around two, close them up and you got a nice right. environment for yourself. And I think we're going to get that. Should be should be a little. Today should be an outstanding day. If you're going out, if you're going out right now, maybe you're driving. You're on the way early tea time because there's uh, stuff you got to do this evening or this afternoon. Uh, but yeah, should be fantastic uh, throughout the weekend, and uh, hopefully we will start seeing you out there on a regular basis. We have a busy show today. Uh, we got tour action all over the place. Uh, PGA's down south of the border in Mexico. The LPGA has a new star. They continue their West Coast run after their first major. But joining us uh, coming up at 8.15, so the PGA Championship's the next major uh, on the calendar. It'll be at Oak Hill, famed Oak Hill, up in New York. Uh, The great thing about the PGA Championship is it also includes the club pros, the top club pros from around the country. Now, they have seen their slots diminish over the years as the PGA Tours become more of a TV entertainment entity, but there are still 20 slots reserved for the top playing club professionals in the country. We are going to talk to, they're having their Club Pro National Championship down in New Mexico. It starts tomorrow through Wednesday. Three players from Oregon are down there. Colin Inglis uh, is an assistant club pro down at Shadow Hills uh, Country Club uh, just outside of Eugene. Uh, He qualified last year, played at Southern Hills. 
He is back trying to qualify this year, so we're going to talk to him. He's playing his practice round right now, actually. Uh, so, yes, that is the brother of Caroline Inglis, who is competing on the LPGA Tour. Uh, had a great first round down there at uh, Wilshire Country Club, their new event this year. We'll get to the leaderboard. Struggled on day two, but she is uh, in the mix. So quite the golfing family. We'll find out how the bug got started for them. Uh, and get his thoughts on preparing for tournament play now that the weather is up. We know a lot of um, a lot of the local clubs now uh, getting into their men's and women's club uh, kind of tournament schedules there. Just competition, competitive play, uh, whether it's just for some bragging rights at the trophy, whether there's a little money on the line, whatever the case may be. Uh, how to prepare specifically for tournament play, what you want to keep in mind, getting ready. So we'll get his thoughts as he's trying to uh, get back there and represent Oregon, see if he can get one of those coveted 20 slots. 314 top club pros. They use two courses. Uh, it's quite a grind. We'll find out about the nerves as well. Then coming up, if you follow the show over the years, uh, David Phipps has been a good friend of the show. He is the Northwest representative to the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America here uh, with the Oregon chapter in the Northwest region after being a superintendent for 20 years. But annually, they do their rounds for research auction uh, all across the country, and they raise money for their research development arm uh, working with the turf grass uh, associations uh, around the country, trying to utilize the the latest techniques, uh, technology to make running golf courses much more cost efficient, uh, make them more environmentally friendly uh, in the regions that they are. So this is their big fundraiser. So there is your opportunity to bid on foursomes. For golf courses throughout Oregon, we have a number of them as well as all across the country. Uh, some private courses, some big name bucket list sort of courses as well. Here in Oregon, uh, there's a fair amount of private country clubs, maybe, you know, courses that you wouldn't normally have an opportunity to play unless you know somebody. Uh, your chance to bid on them, that auction ends tomorrow. But David will join us, talk about the auction as well as. Kind of what are the challenges this unusually cold, wet winter? What are the golf course superintendents having to deal with Uh, now if it heats up quickly? What they're going to have to uh, get those do to get those golf courses ready for you to play all summer long? And then what are some of the long term effects uh, that they're dealing with? Uh, as as climate change continues to be an issue, how that affects courses in different parts of the country, what they're having to adapt to uh, as well. So we've got that. we got an update on the Pac-12 championships. The men's tournament is going on. The Oregon and Oregon State women found out where they're going for the NCAA regionals, so we'll update you there as well. But as always, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. All right, we'll start. We're uh, following four tours this weekend. The Champions Tour, the Insperity Invitational, one of the long-running events on the Champions Tour. Uh, They are playing in the Woodlands, Texas, uh, the Woodlands Country Club. After one round, you've got a three-way lead atop the leaderboard. Justin Leonard, Stephen Alker, Colin Montgomery, all at six under par. Uh, and then you've got David Toms, who is uh, leading on the Charles Schwab Cup, Charles Schwab Cup points list. 
get that out this morning. Charles Schwab Cub. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Will. Uh, he is at five under. Ernie Els at four under along with Steve Stricker. So some familiar names there. Uh, but Justin Leonard, good to see him uh, competing and doing well. We're used to seeing him uh, in the booth there with Golf Channel and NBC, but uh, out swinging it this week in his native Texas at six under par. Weather playing havoc with the Corn Ferry Tour. Thursday was pretty much a washout. They are in Huntsville, Alabama for the Hometown Lenders Championship event, uh, playing the Ledges, 7,100 yards, a par 70. And the first round, play was suspended all day Thursday. They had a four-hour fog delay Friday, so they were just finishing up the first round this morning. Uh, The tournament has been reduced to 54 holes, so they'll play two rounds. Then they'll have a cut. And our man Alistair Doherty at plus one, a 71, finishing up his first round this morning. And he's going to go right back out here fairly shortly. He's going to have to uh, make some birdies. Jake Knapp now in the lead, six under par, looking for his first career Corn Ferry Tour victory, uh, starting the week 18th on the points list as the uh, top 30 will earn their status on the PGA Tour moving forward. Uh, Spencer Levine and Taylor Dixon at five under. Spencer Levine's a guy that spent some time on the PGA Tour, as was last week's winner, Stephen Gachowski, uh, at 46. He made a 47-foot putt in the first playoff hole to get a victory. Nearly 15 years between victories on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, some of that he spent a lot of time on the PGA Tour, but uh, staring at the Champions Tour, wanting to have one more run, and that's what we're starting to see now on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, these young up-and-coming studs coming out of college, young players off the amateur ranks trying to make their way as well as some former guys that have spent time on the PGA Tour uh, for whatever reasons uh, lost their status uh, whether it's medical, whether it's just life, whatever the ha- happened along the way, an opportunity for them to try and get status back and, and maybe have a couple more years uh, before uh, the Champions Tour comes calling for them. The LPGA Tour staying on the West Coast. They are in Los Angeles, an inaugural event, new event, the JM Eagle LA Championship presented by Plast Pro. Uh, at Wilshire Country Club. They are very excited to be playing this course. Aditi Ashok out of India is your leader, six under par. She has yet to make a cut. This is her first cut made this season. Uh, missed three cuts in previous events. Now, she does have a win on the Ladies European Tour earlier this year, uh, but looking for a victory here. Cheyenne Knight, Hannah Green, Pernella Lindbergh at five under par. Allison Lee, four under. Some of the notable names. Nelly Corda at two under. Caroline Inglis at two under. She was five under after the first round, but tough day on Friday. Uh, but in the mix, Jessica Corda's three over. Jennifer Cupcho at two over. Lilia Vu uh, is the new star, young star, after winning her first major, the first two-time winner on the tour this year, the 25-year-old uh, UCLA product, finally starting to realize Uh, her potential. She was number one amateur, won seemingly everything while she was at UCLA, college tournaments, amateur tournaments. Just took her a little bit longer, but winning her first title, her first major, the Chevron Championship uh, on its move to the Houston area uh, with a birdie on the first playoff hole, beating uh, Angel Yim 
And uh, so I expect her to continue to play uh, at this level. Uh, she's gotten comfortable with the competition, uh, not so much life or death, whether she makes a cut, whether she wins, uh, understands that there's a lot of competition out there and it's just into her game now playing consistently high-level golf and no reason to think she won't be a factor uh, any week she decides to put the peg in the ground. So congratulations to her. Just a delightful personality as well, and she'll be a great addition uh, the more people get familiar with her uh, at the LPGA. Hopefully uh, she'll be back here in the field in Portland come Labor Day uh, for the Amazing Cree event at Columbia Edgewater. All right, PGA Tour this week in Mexico. New course, uh, the Mexico Open at Vedanta. Uh, they switched the course up, but glad to see the event back there. Tony Finau is your leader, 13 under par. One shot clear of Brandon Rue and Eric Van Royen. Uh, Andrew Putnam from up the Tacoma area, tied for fourth at nine under par. Uh, you have uh, John Rahm is in the field, or yeah, John Rahm is in the field this week. He is seven under par. Uh, Cameron Champ, Jimmy Walker at eight under. So a few names in the field, but it's a few more weeks. They'll start to build back up as we get to the PGA Championship Oak Hill uh, in the third week of May. But Tony Finau seems to be putting it all together finally. Uh, This season, he does have a win this season, looking for his sixth victory overall. And uh, we'll see if he can take advantage of the elevation there in Mexico City. He already hits it a ton, so a lot of fun that they are having. Uh, Scott Harrington, our local favorite, uh, came out shooting great five under in his opening round, but a five over second round leaves him even par. And unfortunately, Scotty uh, did not make the cut. So that's what's going on on the tours. But when we come back, we'll go to the club pro level. They are in New Mexico. It starts on Sunday through Wednesday, four rounds, 314 or 312 of the top club professionals in the country vying for 20 slots in the PGA Championship. Colin Inglis, one of three players coming from the Oregon chapter of the PGA of America that qualified for this. He played at Southern Hills last year in the PGA Championship, trying to see if he can get back and earn a spot and represent the state of Oregon. We'll get his thoughts on uh, his chances, uh, learn a little bit about him. He's the brother of Caroline Inglis, uh, who is on the LPGA Tour, where the competitive golf bug came for them, and uh, what it's going to take to... uh, Uh, be in that top 20 of this very competitive field. Just getting started here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back into Golf in the Northwest as uh, we have a very special guest here joining us. Getting ready. Uh, Boy, you want to talk about nerve-wracking. 312 of the best club professional players across the country in the PGA have all uh, convened in New Mexico this week for 20 spots that they reserve for the club pros in the PGA Championship at Oak Hills coming up in a few weeks. Three are from Oregon, including our guest now, Colin Inglis. He is the assistant club pro down at Shadow Hills uh, Country Club golf club down there just outside of eugene and that name sounds familiar it is for a reason but colin joining us after his practice round here this morning uh getting ready to start on sunday thanks so much and uh, one congratulations just getting in this field uh, how are the nerves doing before you tee off tomorrow for real <laughs> um no i'm feeling good i'm glad to be on the show and uh, game feels good, just getting better by the day. So I think we'll be ready by Sunday. Well, let's get the obvious out of the way. Yes, you are the brother of Caroline Inglis, who's off to a great start. The LPGA uh, event this week down in Southern California. So she's off to a good start. Hopefully uh, another uh, top finish and, and a nice paycheck for her. How did golf in the Inglis family uh, become so prominent? <laughs> You know, it didn't become prominent till later. Um, we both grew up playing other sports, and golf was kind of on the back burner. And um, I grew up playing mainly baseball and basketball, and um, you know, played high school golf. But um, you know, we didn't play as kids together, and um, kind of grew into it. She started later, playing middle school, and um, got better a lot faster than me. Um, so, you know, it wasn't like we'd go to the course when we were kids and play golf. So um, it was kind of a thing that just happened later in life. Well, and that's kind of remarkable given, you know, how young we're starting to see these players. I think more so on the women's side than the men's side. But, uh, we, you know, we've seen it from Brooke Henderson and the Lucy Lees and all of that. Teenagers qualifying for the U.S. Open. Do they decide to go to college turn pro? Um, so what was it, what was the spark, uh, and how did you foster it? Because you didn't play college golf either. No, I mean, I've 
I've played golf since I was three, four years old and um, I was always pretty good, but I never, never took it seriously and never did, you know, tournaments and um, AJGA or stuff like that. Cause I was always playing, you know, Babe Ruth baseball and um, AAU basketball in the summers. And, you know, for a, a five, nine point guard basketball, <laughs> gonna take you too far. So I should have probably started taking golf serious uh, earlier in life. Chatting here with Colin Inglis as he's uh, getting ready at the uh, PGA Club Professionals National Championship. First round is on Sunday. Uh, 312 of the best-playing club pros around the country for those coveted 20 spots. Now, you finished sixth last year. Uh, you played at Southern Hills. Uh, how much is that experience, just going through it, help you be a little bit more calm and prepared for what's going to happen here this weekend? Oh, it's helped tremendously. Um, you know, you've been there before. You just kind of feel like you belong. And, um, you know, you kind of expect to get in the top 20. Um, you know, that's just the mindset you have. And, you know, my goal is, yeah, to get in the top 20, but I want to come and uh, win the tournament this week. So um, that's just kind of the mindset you have to have as a golfer, you know, don't don't come to the tournament if you don't think you can win. No question. Well, you're used to winning. You won the uh, Muckleshoot Casino Washington Open Invitational last year, the Oregon PGA Chapter Championship as well. So uh, you got some wins under the belt. And the nice thing about being a pro is there's some money involved too. So uh, you can uh, dip into it. Just how close after playing Southern Hills, one of the toughest courses we saw all season last year on the PGA Tour, just how close are these top club pros to competing and in, in being out there and getting a tour card? Yeah, you know, the top guys, um, we can definitely compete. Um, I would say for me, it's it's the length is the biggest difference. Um, you know, I don't hit it as far as kind of those top tour pros. And, um, you know, everyone sees Rory and Rom and, and these top guys. Um, but, you know, they're so far ahead of everybody else. Um, I think the, you know, as club pros, if, you know, we had time to kind of dedicate and practice and um, really play as much as them, you know, we're, we get pretty close. Well, yeah. And that's the amazing thing. One, uh, your head pro down there at Shadow Hills, very accommodating to allow you the time to go and do all that because you have responsibilities, uh, instructional stuff, lessons, camps, academies that you're doing, as well as all of the other business uh, running the, the club for the members. How do you find time to balance everything and keep your game in good enough shape where you can go down there and, and, and compete near the top of the leaderboard? Yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. Um, you know, I do all of our merchandising and buying at Shadow Hills, um, as well as teach and run tournaments and um, have two kids of my own. And um, oldest one just started baseball. And so, I mean, it's, it's hard to find time to play and practice. Um, I kind of, you know, put the clubs away for a couple weeks in between stuff and um, kind of get them out of the closet, you know, four or five days before a tournament and try and get some practice and play a couple times and, um, you know, just get the game ready pretty quick, actually. Well, and I think that's something that relates a lot to our listeners. Uh, look, spring, winter lasted a long time here in the Northwest this year. So a lot of people are just cracking the clubs out here in the last week or so as we're seeing the sun temperatures warming up. Uh, to get ready, though, for tournaments or competitive stuff, even if it's your own men's or women's group, what do you find are keys to 
getting yourself kind of back into that competitive mode and on short notice having a game that you can go out there and take into a competitive sort of environment? Yeah, I would say first it's short game. Um, really just having the confidence in your touch and feel um, with putting and chipping. And, you know, the golf swing doesn't change a ton. So not trying to change anything mechanically, just kind of stick to what you have and, um, you know, just hit some balls and try and hit the ball in the middle of the club face. And um, But really kind of sharpen up the short game. Um, that's where, you know, if you aren't playing and practicing, you'll, you can lose shots for sure. Well, and you're getting practice rounds uh, here uh, this before you start. Sunday is round one. Two courses that you're using, Twin Warriors Golf Club and Santa Ana Golf Club uh, down there in New Mexico, just outside of Albuquerque. And so uh, maybe you don't have a chance to have practice rounds locally, but if you can go play the course that you're going to play in a competitive environment, what are some of the things that you always try uh, we see everybody out there with their yardage books, uh, making notes. What are the key things that you go around in a little preparation, intelligence to have some course management ability when you get time to play? Yeah, I mean, first, it's, you know, what club are you going to hit off the tee? Um, you know, so if it's a par four, par five, you know, are you going to hit driver? Are there bunkers, you know, where you need to kind of lay up short of those bunkers, you know, and hit like a three wood or something? Um, so that's kind of the first part you know, off the tees and then um, really just kind of checking the conditions of the course, you know, how much is the ball releasing on approach shots and chip shots and what are the bunkers like? And then most of the work kind of just goes into the greens, um, lots of putting and chipping in practice rounds. Um, just looking at where different locations on the green, where they can put different pins. Um, so kind of just practicing the different spots on the green and, um, that's where most of the time spent in the practice rounds. And then for your actual prep, when you're going Sunday morning before your tea time, I think it's around noon local time, uh, how much time do you budget? When do you get there ahead of time? What are you trying to accomplish in your practice round to be ready to play versus just going out and working on something in your swing by yourself? Yeah, you know, before a tournament like that day, I normally just about 40 minutes. I'm not a huge um, driving range guy, like beat a bunch of balls before a round, you know, maybe hit balls for 20 minutes and just get loose, um, get the body ready. And, um, it's hard to not kind of judge how you're hitting it on the range before you play. Um, just really, it's just trying to get warmed up and then I'll putt for 10 minutes and hit some chips and I'm ready to go. Some of these guys, you know, they get there and they practice for an hour and a half and, um, that's not me. I just want to get kind of warmed up and loose and, and then I'm good to go chatting here with Colin Inglis uh, he is the 2022 Rolex Pacific Northwest PGA player of the year uh, here in the region he is in New Mexico two courses uh, are are they similar down there getting ready to go in the club champ national club championship or do you need to have a different mentality for each course that you're going to play very different um, so the host course uh, Twin Warriors is more open. It's longer. Um, you know, that's where you're going to hit a lot of drivers. Um, the other course, Santa Ana, is very narrow. Um, a lot shorter. Um, but, you know, it, it's really, really narrow with bunkers and desert and bushes. So 
um, on that course, you have to play, you know, a little bit more conservatively and um, big numbers are out there for sure. If you don't hit it straight, um, the host course, you know, if, if you hit it good, um, you're going to score pretty well. So it's, they're, they're definitely very different. And if it gets windy, both can be very hard. Well, what, how low do you think you're going to have to go to give yourself a chance to, uh, to be one of the 20 and get back to the PGA championship at Oak Hill? Yeah. You know, it's normally in this, the top 20, if you shoot, you know, a couple under, you're probably in the top 20, um, you know, to win, I'm guessing 10 to 15 under. So um, if we can just shoot, you know, a couple under every day and um, not have any rounds, we're going backwards. Um, I think we'll be in that top 20 and have a good shot. Well, I know everybody uh, here in Oregon's hoping to see uh, you and two your two fellow Oregonians in the field uh, have some success. Love to see you back there at the PGA Championship in a few weeks. Again, Colin Inglis, assistant professional uh, down at Shadow Hills uh, outside of Eugene. Best of luck. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes, and uh, we'll all be watching starting Sunday. Hey, thanks for having me on, Jason. Thanks, Colin. Again, Ross Kakula, who we talked to last week out of Arrowhead and Jarrell Grow uh, from the Bend area, the three club pros in Oregon uh, who will be represented down there. Now, uh, Golf Channel will have coverage of this. Now, Sunday it'll be tape delayed as they're showing final rounds of the other tournaments. Uh, five, uh, it'll be 7 to 10, 7 to 9 p.m. And then it'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 1 to 4 p.m., Pacific time. So you can uh, follow along uh, as well. If you go to uh, PGA, uh, you can just Google in PGA uh, professional championship and it'll take you to the links for the scoring and tee time. So thanks so much to Colin. We wish him well and uh, hopefully can catch up uh, maybe with one of those guys uh, or more making the top 20 and getting into the field. Oak Hill, the PGA championship in the middle of May. Making the turn here. When we come back, we'll update you on the uh, men's Pac-12 championships going on, a little other business uh, of golf. And then at 845, uh, pleased to be joined once again, David Phipps, uh, who handles uh, resources information for the Northwest region of the Golf Course Superintendents Association of america he's the northwest regional representative the uh, rounds for research auction going on this week it ends on sunday uh, he'll talk about uh, opportunities to play maybe some courses that uh, otherwise you uh, wouldn't be able to some bucket list courses both here uh, in the northwest as well as uh, all across the country but more importantly how that money translates into research for the superintendents uh, to help keep the courses playable thriving uh, as well as being good environmental stewards uh, for their regions that they exist in. So that all coming as we make the turn. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This 
is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.32 this morning here. Center and Saint to follow us. Busy day on the fan. 1 o'clock, it's the uh, Duck Spring football game. I think they're the last Pac-12 school, one of the last in the country to have their spring game. Uh, so everybody uh, anxious to see some of the uh, newest recruits get on the field in pads, what they may look like. Not sure how much you'll see of Bo Nix. I think everybody knows what he's like. But new offensive coordinator Will Stein, maybe some of the wrinkles that he's got going. So that's coming up at 1. And then at 5 o'clock tonight, Western Conference semifinal action of the NBA playoffs. Game one between the Suns and Nuggets from Denver. Uh, tomorrow we'll have game seven between the Warriors and the Kings from Sacramento. That'll be at noon as NBA playoff coverage continues. The NFL draft uh, will start its final day. Coverage over on 9-10 starting at 9 o'clock. And then some Ducks baseball for you, uh, 245 this afternoon. That's what's going on. Also, two foursomes left. Assuming the computer is accurate and up-to-date for the Fan Golf Classic, the ninth annual Fan Golf Classic out at Langdon Farms, Tuesday, June 27th. There are two foursomes remaining for the morning, 7.30 a.m. Shotgun start. We hope you'll be out there and join us. It is a blast if you uh, have not yet uh, enjoyed it. But we've got great food that's going to be provided. Victorico's and Matt's Barbecue will be out there. I'm trying to find now our desk over the COVID uh, uh, hiatus when nobody could get out there in large groups. Uh, the desk that I had to be on the closest to the swag out there, 150 yards out, people uh, smacking, uh, smacking drives at me or lobbing seven irons at me, whatever the case may be. It disappeared. It vanished. And so... We're trying to see if we can not only find another desk, but uh, properly it vanished. It just it vanished. It's gone. You think somebody stole it? I don't know. It might have been. You know, they were clearing out warehouses and storage. But you, you know, a lot of people in COVID, it's like, all right, let's do some cleaning and. Uh, so you don't think it was like a, a, a no, 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 a rival school? Let's steal the mascot. Thing. No, 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 no. That thing was. It was made out of good old fashioned steel. I mean, it weighed. You know, 150 pounds. Nobody was just walking off with it. Why don't you just get a wooden one so then it'll chip away? Wouldn't that be fun? No, because that won't make a good sound. The metal, when I was doing a live update and somebody just pelted it, it was fantastic. Because we work in the audio medium. You could just fake it. So I mean, you could get another metal desk. Well, that's, that's what uh, what we're trying to work on. But we had to build some plexiglass up there so that I was properly protected so there wasn't lawsuits and I didn't have concussions and those sorts of things. You wouldn't sue. Uh-huh. You wouldn't sue him. No, I don't my, think you'd make as much money. If my you... stepdad was only an attorney and a judge for 40 years. So Yeah, but like you're going to go after like Odyssey, an Odyssey station. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be like they'll they'll figure out some way to to get. I have not. I never signed a waiver. Yeah, you signed so a we'll contract see. though. I'm sure. I do not have a contract. I am. I am just salaried. Yeah, right. Nah, that's that's true. a contract, my friend. Anyway, two foursomes remain. Let's see if we can get those. Uh, go to Portland Perks. Uh, GetMyPerks.com or 1080TheFan.com. We'll have the link for you. Uh, it is a great, great day out there. Uh, 
Our shows will be out there. Dirt and Sprague, Danny and Dusty, Isaac and Sue all be out there, uh, usually under the uh, picnic pavilion there. Dirt and Sprague might go inside if it's a little chilly in the morning. But uh, we hope to see you out there uh, joining us. Fill that thing up. A good time will be had by all. Uh, the Pac-12 Golf Championship for the men going on this week. They are playing the uh, Stanford Golf Course there in Palo Alto. Arizona State out to the lead at 24 under through two rounds. The Oregon Ducks are currently fourth and just one shot behind Washington for third. Uh, Owen Averett, uh, the top player right now, their number one. He is four under, tied for 11th individually. Nate Stember and Grayson Leach both at three under par. And uh, Gregory uh, Soyhaug at two under. So uh, they're all playing consistent, playing very well. But nobody going low. We'll see if the Ducks uh, can put some rounds together. They'll get going about 11 a.m. this morning, uh, trying to position themselves for the regionals. As for the women, uh, we told you that they finished runner-up with a great final round charge uh, at their Pac-12 championships. They are the number two seed in the Westfield Regional. And that will begin on Wednesday. So they will be out, hosted by the University of Indiana. They are playing the club at Chatham Hills in Westfield, Indiana. Uh, actually, that'll start on Monday, May 8th through Wednesday, May 10th. They're the two-seed. Oregon State also in that regional as well. They will be the number nine seed. Uh, Oregon trying to get back to the NCAA championships where they were runners-up to Stanford a season ago. And uh, Coach Radley and his team, we wish them the best of luck. We'll be uh, following along uh, next week when they head to uh, Indiana. The top seed in that region is Mississippi State. Vanderbilt's also in that region as well. A lot of SEC schools, Tennessee. Uh, so best of luck to the Ducks women and the Beaver women as well. Uh, hopefully they will find some slots available to them. Uh, to go on to the NCAA championship. So that's a little bit about what's going on uh, golf in the area. The other thing that's going on right now, if you want to help support uh, the golf course superintendents, who uh, their jobs in recent years here, uh, especially in the Northwest, uh, we had ridiculous heat a year ago. We had the wildfires and smoke uh, that made life miserable. We had ridiculously cold, wet winter this year, keeping our courses playable, uh, not overusing resources uh, available uh, to try to keep them playable for everybody. Uh, the challenges are big. And so the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America, they do have a research arm. They are working with uh, the turf grass associations as well, uh, but they need money to do research. And so there are rounds for research auction going on this week where you can bid to play, uh, get foursomes, courses throughout Oregon, the Northwest, all across the country, some bucket list courses, courses that you see uh, PGA and LPGA championships played at uh, are available. Uh, some private courses, too, that, that normally you wouldn't have access to, all available. And we will talk to David Phipps coming up next in the business of golf and get an idea of just some of the uh, courses that are available to get foursomes at, as well as what that money goes to fund for all of the local um, and regional uh, operations in the Golf Course uh, Superintendents Association of America. David Phipps joins us next year. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan.
Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.43 here this morning on Golf in the Northwest as uh, we get into the business of golf and so pleased to have returning to the show Northwest Regional Representative for the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America, David Phipps, who's, uh, boy, he's been traveling around. How you doing this morning, David? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We are fantastic, and uh, it's that time of the year, the rounds for research auction going on, uh, opportunity to bid, to play, you know, get a foursome at courses not only all over Oregon, but uh, almost all 50 states uh, in the United States, a few international courses as well. We'll get to some of those in a minute. But uh, for people that uh, aren't familiar with the auction and the Rounds for Research uh, initiative, if you can let everybody kind of know what how this ties into the uh, Superintendents Association and uh, why it's so important to be raising this money. Absolutely. This is a great program. Um, you know, on top of this being the best time of year when, you know, when the sun finally does come out and we all see this great weather, everybody wants to get out there and golf, but this is a great time to land some of those amazing golf courses that you can go play. But the, what happens here is that, you know, you bid on these golf courses and the money goes right back to the local chapter. I mean, uh, GCFAA, who I work for, we are putting this program on and we get 20% of the funds, but 80% of the funds come right back to the Oregon chapter here and to the prospective chapters across the country. And that money is used for, for research and education. And specifically here in Oregon, we help support the program down at Oregon State University, which is um, like, like the last um, golf um, turf grass research uh, facility on the West Coast, actually. So, you know, we're, we've been bolstering this program and we're doing a big fundraising to help support the work that Alec Kovaleski and his team are doing down at Oregon State. And we're trying to grow that program right now as well. And, and this, this, Rounds for research is integral in that support. Well, and we know, I mean, the weather has been so challenging here in the Northwest uh, over the last few years, just all the different extremes that we've seen uh, from all the smoke that was in the air from the wildfires a few years ago. Last year, we had that weekend that we saw it get to unprecedented temperatures of heat. Uh, We had an unusually cold and wet uh, winter this year and spring, uh, just are what are the challenges now that the the superintendents and the courses are having to deal with that uh, are new and and they're needing to fund this research to help come up with solutions to keep these courses playable. Well, drought obviously you, you think that we're out of this drought, but you know we're actually not. Central Oregon is barely out of a drought, and they're still basically in a drought. <clears throat> Excuse me, and. You know, a lot of this research just goes down to helping, um, or and education goes down to helping uh, train superintendents and how to handle some of these situations, how to better use their, their water and how to use the technologies that we can that we have available to us to uh, monitor the water in the soils. You know, we've got, we guys are really nerding out with drone use and they're doing some drone work at Oregon State where they're actually looking over uh, the golf course throughout the, the winter and trying to identify areas that are going to have winter damage from snow. You know, it, it may be heat might be an issue, but now we're also looking at you know, heavy snowpack. You know, when, when turf is under the snow for over 60 days, you know, you don't know what you're going to get when, you, when it melts off. If you've got a nasty smell, you know that you've got some seed to purchase. 
So, you know, just some of this research is going to help us protect that, that turf while it's under the snow and ice throughout the winter. There's just a lot, a lot of stuff going on. These guys are always, always looking out for. Well, now, I mean, we finally, you know, the heat's out, sun's out. What are some of the things as we transition uh, and, and it warms up, it's drier, uh, especially here on this side of the mountains uh, that, that the superintendents are do, you know, working with? And as we see everybody get out there, the uh, rounds of play, the amount of traffic these courses are going to see, what do players need to be able to be cognizant of and remember to be respectful for the courses to make sure that there's not maybe some extra damage or uh, that goes on between the greens and the fairways? Right. You know, just, boy, take your time when you're out there and take time to go get that divot and, and replace it or, you know, fix a, fix a ball mark. Actually, leave the green better than when you arrived. You know, see if you see your ball mark, you know, try to look for another ball mark and fix that as well. Um, just little things like that, you know, especially this time of year when there's still a lot of moisture on the course. And, you know, if they ask you to keep your carts on a path on a certain hole, you know, let, let's, let's try to abide by those rules. And then keeping all four tires on the cart path as well. It's, it's easy to kind of sneak off to the edge, you know, thinking the other cart's going to go by you. But no, if they do go by you, they can go by, they can go around you, you know, but let's, let's keep the, the paths, you know, everything on the path. Um, and just have patience. You know, there's a lot of work out there. The courses are going to be busy. And, you know, if it gets packed and it gets slow, just, just enjoy your time out there in nature. So how long, I mean, is it more about temperature uh, or, you know, we saw constant rain. I don't know if we had more rain in the region. Certainly uh, April and March were seemingly a lot wetter than they normally are here. But just how long does it take for that moisture to come out of a course, assuming they don't have, you know, those... It, it, it's just the ground. There's no system underneath, no extra special drainage system or mechanical system that we see, like, you know, the sub-zero that we hear about on some of the PGA courses. How long will it take for the weather to warm up and get that excess moisture out of the ground? I think just after a day like yesterday and today, you're going to see a lot of improvement. It doesn't take long for, for the ground to, to firm up. You know, so Monday, you're going to see, well, the rain is going to return, but still think we'll see some benefits from this dry weather and they'll be out there with the rough mowers getting that tall grass cut down in those areas. You know, it's one of those things you can't go out there and, and mow when it's really sloppy wet because you're going to do more damage than good. And so, you know, there is that <clears throat> level you need to be patient for some of those areas that might have some tall grass in there. They're, they're doing their best to manage that. But once the ground firms up, they'll be able to get out there and get that taken care of. Dick, you'd be surprised how fast that, that ground can firm up. David Phipps, Northwest Regional Representative for the Golf Course Superintendent Association of America. The Rounds for Research auction going on. Let's talk about the opportunities. Abandoned Dunes, the headliner here in Oregon. Uh, all of these, a foursome available, many with carts. Obviously, there are no carts at Bandon. But also some private clubs that you wouldn't necessarily be able to play. The Portland Golf Club has offered up a foursome. Waverly Country Club has offered up a foursome. Oswego Lake, uh, the Bend Golf Club, the Oregon Golf Club up there. Some of the resorts, Black Butte, Sun River, Tethro, uh, Running Y, all offering up uh, foursomes to bid on here in Oregon. Uh, how... Uh, you know, how much of an opportunity really is there for people if, you, you know, you always wanted to play one of those uh, courses you heard about here in the area uh, to get out there and some of those uh, quite quite reasonable bids for a foursome right now? I know it. This is exciting. I, I can't believe some of the great rounds that, are, that we've seen. I actually, 
I, I, don't, I can't confirm this, but maybe it's true, but David Jacobson is donating an additional round um, at Waverly, and he will play with them. But I don't see that one up there yet, which is – so maybe, maybe it'll come up shortly, but we'll find out. Um, that would be kind of cool. Um, I was really surprised to see, like, yeah, up in Washington. If you're going up to Washington State, you know, there's, there's Bear Creek. Um, uh, let's see, what else? Glendale Country Club. Uh, there's a lots of really great Sandpoint Country Clubs, the Holly Country Club, Newcastle, Wing Point. I mean, you're seeing some really good facilities that I haven't seen before. And this year, they're, they're, they're popping out of the woodwork. So this is just a great opportunity to go out there and, and get around and play something new. Yeah, and it's uh, the link is uh, available if you uh, just go on to the uh, – or just Google search rounds, the number four research – uh, it'll take you right there. And there are courses all across the country. Uh, you're seeing, you know, in California, uh, Arizona, Florida, Texas, you will find courses where you see um, LPGA and PGA tournaments played on uh, some of the top courses around the country. So a great opportunity as well as uh, this becomes a donation. So it becomes a tax write-off uh, for people as well. Um, how how much has this program grown over the years since you've uh, started establishing it? Well, I, I remember back when we would net like about $300,000 on this whole thing, but now it's up over $500,000. And so it is growing every year, it seems like. So it, it's pretty pretty exciting to see. And for people that uh, maybe there's some courses uh, or, or they're listening here this morning, uh, they would like to donate uh, around, uh, obviously the auction ends tomorrow, but in uh, years to come, uh, who do they need to contact uh, in order to say, hey, we'd love to donate a foursome or two? Well, here in Oregon, you just contact the local superintendent association, the Oregon Golf Course Superintendent Association. So the superintendent at golf course has all the access, all the um, information that he needs in order to make that donation. And so and now you handle the entire region, and this is a big region, the Northwest region, uh, Alaska, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Washington, Utah, Wyoming. So I'm constantly seeing on Twitter, you're all over the place, taking pictures, meeting with people. Um, how has this area and region uh, managed and, and how healthy is the golf in the Northwest region uh, in terms of playable courses and, and people getting out there and taking advantage of it? You know, I, I, I feel pretty fortunate, blessed every day when I get out to travel and, and see my region. You know, when I, I get to go up to Alaska, last year I was up there and volunteered for the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur, and, and that was a, a great event, super successful, and the women just totally enjoyed it. Um, you, know, and from, you know, from Colorado to Alaska, I mean, I'm telling you, there's just so much beautiful golf out there. And, and golf is huge. It's been it's been growing well, and um, especially throughout this pandemic, we, we we've came out of the pandemic really well, and I think the game has really seen an uptick, which I'm sure you've been aware of. It's hard to get a tea time. <laughs> it is hard to get a tea time. Yeah, where is there a little pocket in the region? Or uh, an area maybe that people wouldn't think of uh, that really has some great courses? Or is there a great resort maybe that's not, you know, a household name that you would uh, recommend people if, if they want a little golf vacation uh, somewhere to go? Especially now, you know, obviously places uh, Montana and Wyoming up there where you do have that snowpack in the winter as they thaw out. Where's, where's a place maybe off the radar that people should look into? 
you know, my favorite place is Northern Idaho. Um, Circling Raven Golf Club is, is, you know, just one of those things, one of those places where I can go out there. The course can be packed, but it still feels like you're the only one out there. Um, I've always said this. It's like my top five courses that I've played. It's just so beautiful out there. It's surrounded by nice rolling, rolling hills, and it's beautifully designed. Greens are phenomenal. Um, it's always it's always a great place, and there's it's it's uh, uh, a resort casino resort type place down there. It's on the south end of of Coeur Lake, and it's just phenomenal. But that's not the only golf course down there either. There's yeah. tons of great facilities all around that whole area. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate uh, you uh, joining us again this morning. It's a uh, it's a great opportunity, and again, uh, if you just go rounds the number four research just google it it'll take you there uh we tweeted out links to it uh their twitter handle this morning at 1080 the fan so uh hopefully we can raise some money hey if you ever want to play waverly portland golf club uh, oswego lake here's your opportunity to do so and the money goes right back to our local research david phipps uh, northwest regional representative always good to catch up with you safe travels and uh we'll have to uh, catch up again before the season's over absolutely thanks Jason. appreciate your time there you go uh david phipps uh, joining us you can uh follow him at gcssa underscore nw on twitter for more information about it. And yes, the uh, the Coeur d'Alene area, as far as golf goes, and resort area, heard nothing but wonderful things. And uh, we'll have to do, as the weather warming up now, a little bit more uh, resort travel destination areas, uh, things that you could drive to, too, uh, if you wanted to. That will wrap things up for us. Thanks to Colin Inglis. We wish him the best of luck at the PGA Club Professionals Championship. That starts tomorrow. Golf Channel will have coverage all through Wednesday, David Phipps, thank you. Thanks to Will Darkins as well. Center and Saint is next. We'll talk to you next Saturday morning. Until then, I'm Jason Swigard. Hit them straight. Well, yep. they always call Swag the reach around around here. You had him on Thursday on his knees. Just somebody out there with a big wooden paddle. and Balls are careening into tough spots. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> in Europe. Uh... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 